Hello and welcome back to Koala Moon, your podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Tonight we have something a little different, a special crossover episode for you all with the one and only Bust or Trust podcast. Darla and Ralphie are going on a trip to New Mexico where they stumble upon an unusual mystery that they need Tiernan and Athena's help with. Let's see if they can crack the case. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Darla and Ralphie Holmes needed a holiday. The two young twins had enjoyed a particularly busy few months, solving mysteries for their family and friends, and a bit of time to rest was in order. Luckily for them, their parents felt the same way, and had booked a summer holiday. The family of four were going to New Mexico to stay in a lovely hotel resort with a big swimming pool, slides and discos on an evening. Darla and Ralphie were looking forward to all those things, although they secretly hoped that they would discover some intriguing case to keep their detective brains occupied too. The day before they were due to fly to New Mexico, the twins packed their suitcases. While Ralphie loaded the cases, Darla stood by with a checklist and pencil, ticking off their items one by one to ensure nothing was missed. Ralphie held up a handheld torch and announced, Torch! Darla replied, Check! as she ticked off her list, and Ralphie placed the item in their luggage. Next, he called out, Walkie-talkies! Darla ticked and responded, Check! once again. They continued like this for a while as they loaded their cases. Toothbrush! Check! Magnifying glass! Check! Sun cream? Check. Voice recorder? Check. They packed up all of their detective gizmos and gadgets, just in case they needed them. When the time arrived, Dad loaded all their suitcases into the boot of the car and they drove to the airport. The Holmes family checked in for their flight and handed their bags to the flight crew. They passed through security and made it into the terminal. As Darla and Ralphie settled themselves on an airport bench, they realised that they had spent so much time focusing on packing that they didn't know much about their destination. So they decided to research it. They searched the name of the town, Taos. Instantly, lots of links popped up on their internet search. But one link particularly caught their eye titled... The Great Mystery of the Taos Hum. What is that? Ralphie asked Darla, pointing at the link on the screen. I don't know, she replied. But let's find out. She clicked the link and they were taken through to a website all about a fascinating mystery that had baffled the residents of the town of Taos, New Mexico for years. 
the article stated that a select number of people who live in or visit Taos can hear an unusual sound that nobody else can hear. Darla and Ralphie's interest was piqued, and they wanted to know more. Do you think Athena and Tiernan at Bustle Trust have ever looked into the Taos hum? Darla suggested to her brother. I'm not sure, he replied. Let's see. The twins opened up their podcast app and flicked through the Bustle Trust episodes. Miraculously, their eyes fell upon one all about the Taos hum. With excitement, the twins plugged in their earphones, clicked play and listened. Hello and welcome to Bust or Trust, a kid's mystery podcast. I'm Tiernan. And I'm Athena. We unravel the world's greatest mysteries with help from you, our chief detectives. We present all the evidence and then it's up to you to decide which team are you on. Are you a myth buster like me? Or are you a myth truster like me? The case. <laughs> oh, Tiernan, please stop that humming. It's really annoying. <sighs> you can hear the mysterious hum. That means you're one of the chosen few, Athena. It's not mysterious. You're doing it. I don't think you can prove that at all. Then why is the hum the exact same tune you were singing all morning before I told you to cut that out too? Uh, total coincidence. I think my hum, I mean the mysterious humming, has an unknown source just like today's case of the Taos hum. The low-pitched humming sound that some people hear in their ears in the area of Taos, New Mexico, in the USA. But just like the mysterious humming I can hear in this room, that seems to be coming right from your face. I think there is definitely a reasonable explanation for the Taos hum. Would you like to hear some facts about it? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm, I'll interpret that as a yes then. Okay, Taos is in New Mexico, a state in southwestern America. New Mexico is also known as the land of enchantment because of its many stunning landscapes and for the Rio Grande, the fifth biggest river in America, which runs through the whole state. The Taos hum is a low-pitched or low-frequency sound that people describe as a humming or rumbling noise in their ears. Low frequency is a term that means the sound is so low you can often just feel the vibrations themselves. It was first heard in the area in the 1990s when residents said they thought they heard a rumbling that was coming from the ground or possibly the sky. The source of the hum still hasn't been found but there are a lot of theories about where it comes from including movements of the Earth's crusts or signals from aliens. But some scientists aren't sure it exists at all, saying it's actually just a rare hearing condition. All of a sudden, Dada and Ralphie's episode was interrupted by their father, informing them that it was time to board the plane. The twins paused the episode and packed their tablet into their carry-on bag. This is so exciting, Ralphie gushed as they walked towards the boarding gate. A mystery for us to solve on holiday, Dala added. Once we're in Taos, we can investigate and hopefully uncover the truth of the hum once and for all. 
The Holmes twins and their parents found their seats on the plane, fastened their seatbelts and prepared to take off. Whilst they waited, Darla whispered to Ralphie eagerly, So, Ralphie, are you a buster or a truster? Ralphie scrunched up his face and pondered. It depends on the mystery, he replied. My detective brain naturally makes me a bit of a buster, but sometimes the mysteries are too exciting not to believe. Darla smiled mischievously and said, Well, we'll find out soon. When they arrived at their hotel in New Mexico many hours later, Darla, Ralphie and their parents headed straight to the pool. While their parents laid down on the sun lounges, Darla and Ralphie paddled in the water. Suddenly, Darla stopped mid-splash and looked around with confusion. What is that noise? she said. Ralphie listened but couldn't hear anything except for the sound of chatter, music and splashing water. What noise? he asked. Darla itched her ear. She replied, It sounds like somebody humming constantly, or a low-pitched propeller whirring. Then she gasped with realisation. I think I can hear it. I think I can hear the Taos hum, Darla exclaimed enthusiastically. Really? I can't hear anything. Ralphie sulked. It's so strange, Darla said. What on earth could it be? I think it's time to do some detective work. She climbed out of the pool. First things first, let's see what Tiernan and Athena found out. Ralphie fetched their tablet and the twins plugged back into the episode. First piece of evidence. Piece of evidence number one is that, as you mentioned in your facts, Athena, absolutely no one knows where the Taos hum is coming from. At first, it was thought it might be to do with a military base nearby, but the military denied it. Then some people thought it was to do with the natural movements of the Earth or the ocean, but tests haven't been able to find anything. And suggestions that it's caused by machinery or drilling have also come up with nothing. In fact, in 2003, a team of scientists from Phillips Laboratory and the University of New Mexico were hired to monitor the seismic, which means vibrations, and electromagnetic energy of the hum. They found nothing at all and finished their studies with the words, we are left with a mystery. What is even stranger is that researchers have attempted to record the sound using all sorts of specialised equipment and sound recording techniques like very sensitive microphones or infrasound sensors which are used just for low-frequency noises. Yet no one has ever managed to record the sound at all. So, it must be coming from something or somewhere very mysterious, like, as some believe, alien technology out in space or alien bases deep underground. It is very strange that with all the tests and technology that we have today, a source for the hum still hasn't been found, and it hasn't even been recorded. One answer for this might be that the Taoist hum doesn't actually come from anywhere. 
only 2% of residents in the area can hear the hum, and to each of them it sounds different too. Some have described it as sounding like the hiss from a cicada, which is a very noisy insect like a grasshopper, a swarm of bees, a large truck, or just like the musical note E-flat. This has led a number of scientists to think that people who hear the hum could actually have a type of hearing disorder like tinnitus. Tinnitus is a condition that causes a ringing or buzzing noise inside your ears. Another theory is that people who hear the hum could be suffering from something called spontaneous autoacoustic transmissions. This is when the human ear makes its own noises, which happens to a lot of people, but most of us aren't aware of them. It might be that people heard about the Taoist hum and mistakenly thought that was the noise they had been hearing all along. Our ears make their own music. Well, that's the last time I bothered to use headphones. Take it away, my ears. Those are interesting theories though, Athena, but they don't explain why most people who hear the hum can't hear it once they get 30 miles or more away from Taos. And I think piece of evidence number two will show you that the hum is definitely real. Dala hit pause, unable to hold it in any longer. Aliens? she said. Could it really be aliens? Ralphie grinned. Maybe, he said. They would have to set out on an alien hunt to find out. Just then, their mum called them from her sun lounger. The tour guide was here. It was time to pack up and head out to see the sights. The tour would take them around Taos and out to Blue Lake, a huge lake hidden within the mountains. It would be the perfect opportunity to scan the area for signs of aliens or secret military bases. Once on board the tour bus, Dala and Ralphie couldn't focus on what their guide was saying. They were too busy thinking about what could be causing the Taos hum. Do you think the hum could really be caused by alien technology? Dala speculated. Ralphie wasn't convinced. If there were alien spaceships around, then somebody would have seen them by now, surely maybe zipping around in their UFOs. But they could be underground, Dala countered. The desert is the perfect place for aliens to hide out. There is so much open space. Look. Ralphie and Dala gazed out of the tour bus window at the open desert plains. Dala was right. There was enough space for an underground city. But what? Honestly, were the chances of that being true? Scientists have never found any sure proof that aliens even exist, let alone that they live on Earth. Ever the buster, Ralphie teased. Maybe you just have tinnitus. Dala snorted, sensing his mild jealousy. I'm nine years old, Ralphie. I doubt I have tinnitus, she said. They needed more intel, and who better to question as a witness than a local? Dala raised her hand in the car like she did at school and asked, Excuse me, Mr. Tour Guide, have there ever been any reports of alien activity in the area? Mum and Dad began to giggle at their daughter's unexpected question. However, the tour guide wasn't surprised by it. 
he must be asked this often. He admitted that there had been several sightings of aliens in the Taos Mountains, however, no evidence had ever been found. It was all simply rumours. Ralphie whispered to Darla, You see, I told you there is no proof that aliens exist. Unable to agree on an outcome for the first set of evidence, the Holmes twins decided to listen to some more of the podcast to see if that would help them with their investigation. Second piece of evidence. The second piece of evidence is that for the people who can hear the tower's hum, it has a number of side effects. The first person to publicly say she heard the noise was Catania Saltzman, who wrote a letter to the Taos News complaining about a deafening noise that was interrupting her sleep. A number of other residents have said it stops them sleeping too, and it's caused several to leave the area entirely. Others have said it gives them a headache, makes them feel dizzy, and stops them from being able to concentrate. Those symptoms could link the hum to industrial works. In 2002, in Kokomo, Indiana, in the northeast of America, a noise caused people to get headaches and even nosebleeds. It turned out not to be that mysterious at all, but coming from powerful air compressors at a nearby car factory. Noise pollution can really affect people and wildlife too, so the nosebleeds and headache symptoms may point to the Taoist hum coming from machinery. A lot of everyday machinery make low-frequency humming noises, so people could just be hearing those things. Very good points, Athena. But for balance, I should say that some people find the hum very comforting and soothing too. It has even inspired artists who can hear it to use the sound in their work. Oh, I can see that. Your humming definitely inspires me. Oh, does it really? Yes, to go and work somewhere else. Ah, spoil sport. Well, once you hear the final piece of evidence, you might find it tricky to go somewhere that doesn't have a hum. The tour bus pulled up at the side of Blue Lake and the Holmes family hopped off to take a walk around its edge. The tall, rocky mountains watched over them like guardians and they all gasped with delight at the breathtaking scenery. The small lake was in the middle of a valley, surrounded by towering trees, grassy hills and flowers. Despite their beautiful surroundings, Darla and Ralphie were still enthralled in solving the mystery. Ralphie was still not convinced. I'm starting to think it's not real and it's all in your mind, he said. But I can hear it, Darla implored. It must be real. Can you hear it right now? Ralphie questioned. A little, Darla admitted. What does it sound like? he asked, genuinely interested. Darla paused to focus. She stopped in her footsteps and looked out across the lake. It was so serene here. If she couldn't hear the hum, then she would likely not be able to hear anything at all. She closed her eyes, took a deep breath, and listened. She attempted to explain. It's hard to describe, but I can tell you how it makes me feel. It makes me feel a little bit fuzzy, like the air around me is gently buzzing against my skin. My head feels light and clear, 
and it almost feels like water is trickling through every part of my body. The sound is subtle and constant, like a low musical note being played on an instrument I don't know. But it is a nice sound, a peaceful sound, calming and intriguing all at once. Desperate to hear it for himself, Ralphie pulled out his voice recorder and turned it on. Maybe he could record the house hum. He recorded for a few minutes and then rewound the tape to listen back, pressed his ear to the device and tried with all his might to pick up the house hum, but all he could hear was the sound of static waves. He sighed and switched off the device. <sighs> it must be that spontaneous auto-acoustic transmission that Athena and Tiernan were talking about. Your mind must be making it up. But Darla didn't believe that. Something had to be causing the sound. Even if only she could hear it and her family couldn't, something must be creating it. Or maybe so-called hearers are just special. After their walk around the lake, the tour bus drove the family back to their hotel and they promptly dragged themselves up to their hotel room to rest. Darla and Ralphie lay down on their separate mattresses and decided to play the last part of the episode. Third piece of evidence. There are two parts to this final piece. The first is that more people notice the towers hum at night, usually between 9pm and 8am, though some say they can hear it all day long too. The second part is that Taos isn't the only place a hum can be heard. Auckland in New Zealand has a hum that is a slightly higher frequency than the one in Taos. Hums have also been heard in Omar in Northern Ireland, Bristol in England and a number of other places all around the world. If something very obvious causes the Taos hum, why are there similar mysterious sounds heard across the world? And why does it seem to be nocturnal? Just this year, scientists discovered that there is a hum across the universe that they believe is caused by black holes echoing as they merge together. So maybe everyone in these places with hums are just tuning into the universe. Oh, that's a nice thought, isn't it? I'd sleep very soundly if I could lie back and tune into the sounds of the stars and the planets. But I think it's very likely the sound can be heard more at night time because there is less noise pollution from everywhere else. And as we relax and go to sleep, humans are more sensitive to hearing low-frequency sounds. As for the hums around the world, if it was caused by a hearing condition, there's no reason people everywhere could have it, not just in Taos. Or perhaps it's caused by machinery from all around the world. It could be a combination of a number of reasons. Maybe we'll only be able to find out exactly what the Tower's Hum is caused by when it stops. And you know what? I bet some people will miss it when it does too. Just like I bet you're feeling a lot less relaxed now I'm not humming anymore. I know what will definitely help. Oh, oh no, no. No, anything, anything but that. No. <laughs> I like the idea that we can hear the universe 
Dala whispered wistfully. Maybe the Taos home is the sound of the earth beneath our feet and the stars in the sky. Ralphie whispered back, I like that idea too. Let's go check if you can hear it louder outside now that it's night time. The two twins rolled slowly out of bed and tiptoed over to the glass doors that led out onto the hotel room balcony where their parents were sitting on chairs, gazing out into the night. Mom and Dad pulled out chairs for the twins to sit on and placed their arms around their shoulders lovingly. Why are you two still awake? Mum asked softly. Dala explained that they wanted to look at the moon and stars. The night sky was particularly clear here in Taos, and the stars gleamed with a twinkle that the family hadn't ever noticed before. Maybe you could hear the universe here. Maybe the desert was so open and quiet that you could hear everything clearer. Dad pointed out the planets visible from Earth, and they all admired the trickles and streams of galaxies decorating the dark air. The sky looked like a sparkling tapestry. Can you still hear the hum? Ralphie whispered to Dala and she sleepily nodded her head. Ralphie smiled. I think I can hear it too now, he said, laying his head against his father's shoulder. The two twins closed their eyes and listened to the sounds of the night around them. Maybe they could hear the stars, the galaxies, and the moon orbiting out in space. Maybe it was the Taos hum, or all in their imagination. Maybe there were no sounds at all. Regardless, Dala and Ralphie drifted off to sleep happily and peacefully, a little bit wiser and a little bit more connected to the universe.